Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm Mike C. coming to you this week from my state-of-the-art Studio 13, but back in the 8122 production studios are the two best guys you could ever do a show with. First, when he was your age, he walked to school through three feet of snow, uphill both ways. He's rich. I wish I could still have the energy to walk uphill even one way without snow on good conditions <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> Let alone uphill, probably barefoot as well, if I remember correctly. He likes I, he likes to walk to school downhill. Yeah, both ways, uh, yeah. So. If I could go downhill now, that'd be preferable. Preferable. <laughs> like me, me getting me walking. Listen, I got I do have to get in better shape, folks. I, I'm going to be honest with you though. Me walking upstairs sometimes, I'm like. This shit again. So walking up a hill, <laughs> definitely not. Getting too old for the shit rigs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All Thanks. right. Well, also in the studio this week, he is not only the smartest man in all of horror podcasting, but he is also the chicken soup king of the Northeast. He's the professor. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> all right, the chicken. <laughs> all right, I, I think you broke I'm, the professor. I'm a little already. caught off guard by that one, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for so having me. So we were going to, we were going to, we, we, a lot of times record the show on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, and, ah, here we uh, go. We got a message the other day <laughs> from the True professor story. in our little group chat saying, well, you know, I, I want to be able to do the show with you guys this week, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it on Sunday because I'm making chicken soup with my mom and dad this weekend. Yeah. 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 That happened. And, so, and then uh, we had so to make course, a promise if we did it on a Saturday that he wouldn't be making lasagna today. That was the lasagna <laughs> or grilled cheese. Yeah. We had to make sure. So it's a, it's a family tradition passed down from grandfather to father. Uh, that's, that's the family fine. recipe for chicken soup, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It's we a big understand, day. but it was big kinda, day. But it was kind of it was kind of funny how no, it was put out good. to us, and we're just like, ah. Oh, so that's why you're the chicken soup king. Now it makes sense. Mike brings it all back around, baby. I did not even think yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. You think of there the things are. that no one thinks of. That's that's why he's the host, right? The host with the most, babe. Yeah. You know, you're working your <laughs> way up to be the sausage times. king of Chicago, but you haven't gotten there yet. So it, one of these days. One day, your name will be right next to, but, to Abe Froman. But he can never be the polka king of the Midwest. Mm. No. Uh, polka, 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 polka. You don't, you don't know that one? That's a great one. It's great. That, Home Alone. Wasn't that? It's Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know, remember that? John Candy. John Candy. Come on, Professor. Yeah. You didn't remember? Well, it's not horror. We, your, your expertise is horror. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily comedies. Well, John Hughes comedies, you know. I'm... That is that is John Hughes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some say Kevin McAllister grew up on the same street as Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Ooh. Bueller. They, you know, that's another show for another day. Yeah. Bueller. Just keep doing just Bueller. In the background, Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> and now I'm you can't even, ben by the Stein. way, you know how sad it is? At one point, you could win Ben Stein's money. That ain't happening no more. Nope. That started Jimmy Kimmel's career, though. Uh, it did. You're absolutely yeah. right. out, of, out of nowhere. He was anyway. the host, wasn't he? 
Well, uh, yeah, he was, was the backup host kind yeah, of. Yeah, he was like, the so, guy that asked the questions. Yeah. Ben Stein yeah. did all the like the heavy lifting as far as like comedy bits and shit. And then yeah, Jimmy Kimmel like, got the scraps and he was no no, he asked the he asked the questions. He was a wise cracking sidekick. He was the sidekick. So basically Stein never asked the questions. He asked the questions and made jokes. And then Stein would just be his his super perceived smart. self yeah. giving yeah. you the cocky like the predecessor technically if you guys don't aren't old enough to remember, basically when Ben Stein's money would be like kind of the predecessor to uh uh the uh what's that fucking show with the British lady they just brought back with uh Oh um, Weakest Link. Weakest yeah, Weakest Link. Link. He was like that because he was very snarky and snotty when people lost yeah and would make fun of them not not quite as good as the british lady that's why i still haven't gotten into the new ones because the british lady was way better at being snarky you are the link weakest link goodbye goodbye ah <laughs> such a good jane lynch is pretty good though she's she is i love jane i do love jane lynch oh, like, as a, as a, yeah as a as a person as a she's hilarious by the way she's hilarious she was she's great hilarious. on glee of all things oh yeah i love her on glee she's actually role models I, 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 I don't know if she was hosting. She hosted a couple roasts on the Comedy Central uh, bit. She hosted a few, and she's amazing. Yeah. The other person that was amazing was on the uh, roast of, uh, what's his name there? Fucking uh, Bob Saget. Oh. Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Cloris uh. Leachman had killed by the by old Cloris Leachman comes up on stage. Her first line is, somebody come up here and punch me in the face so I can see some stars. <laughs> amazing <laughs> lines. And then Cloris she was, Leachman is the best. And she then her amazing. next line was legitimately... Uh, wait a minute, this is a roast? I thought this was uh, this was the line to get in if you wanted to fuck John Stamos. <laughs> if you guys have never seen the Bob Saget roast, Cloris Leachman slays... Her, her and Norm MacDonald. Oh, oh Norm, Norm, Norm's anti-jokes are the best. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it, I digress. This is a horror podcast. Sorry, Cloris guys. Cloris Leachman, yeah. Young Frankenstein. It is a horror counts. podcast. Yes. We got, Cloris we got big best. things to talk about this week. Coming up on this week's episode, we're going to continue on with Slashtober. Slashtober. So we're going to be talking... About slashers, uh, slasher villains uh, in particular, slasher villains that are not named Michael, Freddy, Jason, or Leatherface. Ooh. So that'll be coming up in the second segment uh, this week. But before we do that, we got the news to talk about this week. So let's get started with that. Sounds, uh, shall so we? sounds good. It does sound good. Yeah, so the very this. first thing, uh, this is going back sometime over the last year. Uh, there was news that came out that James Wan was going to be producing a, a new series version of I Know What You Did Last Summer. And um, I actually almost asked about this last week or the week before when we were recording. Um, and by the way, if you guys didn't see an episode for last week, don't ask. It was done. <laughs> yeah. You may or may not see mis- it someday. There, there was a mishap. The lost episode. There was, yeah, there was the there lost was a episode. So uh, someday there may be, you may see that, but we did Special actually record edition. last week. You just, you, you don't, you don't know that. So, but um, <laughs> I was going to actually ask about this and then forgot. And uh, this week there was actually news that came out. So uh, not only is James Wan still producing, I know what you did last summer, the series, but it's been picked up by Amazon. Booyah. Well, that's pretty Big cool. Time. Uh, you know, I've heard that it's no longer, I know what you did last summer though. It is officially, you I know. know, you know what you did last winter. That, uh, oh. I don't know. It's Are a little, little tighter. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I just sold the professor on that. Uh, I was making a joke like, you know what you did last summer. Yeah, and then you, you were, I you was know like, wait, are they really you did doing last this? Winter. No, uh, no, seriously. In all seriousness, though, after the no professor way. once again proved his moniker is incorrect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love when we have wait, jokes what? at the expense of the professor. You know what? What? <laughs> so anyways, the uh, I, I think this is a great thing. I, it's the perfect timing. A lot of great horror series going on right now now striking while the iron's hot especially with a property like that especially when screams coming back in the movie theaters we won't talk about the last season of the scream television show because that was atrocious as we all know but 
uh, this is actually a good move. I think this is going to be it's going to line up probably perfectly with the Scream movie release as well. So perfect. Yeah. Kudos to them. And uh, I'm looking forward to it because James Wan is awesome. Until I see other proof that it's not great. I'm in. Yeah. And it'll be yeah, cool to have a cool version of the story because mm. I, I mean, I do like I know what you did last summer. The first one kind of. But I think it's more of a nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched it, and it's it's uh, pretty rough. We need to re- erase some of them sequels, especially that third one. This, I've only with seen the, the zombie with the zombie uh, supernatural killer. Yeah, oh boy, yeah, bro. If you've yeah, no, I've only seen the first two. By the so. way, I gave it away. That was going to be one of my picks for slashers. Give it away, give it away, give... The zombie <laughs> version, though. <laughs> the, Fisher, the, the fisherman zombie supernatural one from the third movie well, that Fisherman's has none of the stars cool, in. That was going to be my pick this week, but now I got to pick a different pick. Thanks a lot. Professor, you, I almost said your real name. R- we almost got the real name. Wait, didn't you? That's how angry I was with you. Uh, <laughs> no, how, did, how did I? What? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, your, your mouth, what did I, do? I think I think we're all you excited for this one though. Yeah, it's so. gonna be good. Good. Yeah, and I guess it's gonna be in in the same vein as the the movie. So uh, it's not gonna be because I've never read the book, but the book that the movie was based on, I heard was not a horror. It wasn't a horror uh, story whatsoever. More like a it thriller. Was Kind no. of like a teen thriller. I yeah. think but, it would be a um, teen thriller. They just added the slasher form during the actual movie, they, which is smart. Well, aren't yeah. they doing like Fear Street and stuff like that? Like R.L. Stein. Yeah, they've been doing shows. stuff like that. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't uh, you, like you know after online. Guillermo del Toro hit it huge with uh, you scary know scary stories, stories to tell yeah. in the dark. Everybody's out there buying stuff up. Yeah, you, I mean, you mean they, Benicio del Toro? No, no, no. Only you confuse <laughs> the two del Toros. Benicio del Toro. There's too many del Toros. By the, the way, famous director. Benicio judging judging by the uh, judging by Mike's uh, screen on on FaceTime, he's at the uh, strobe light scene in uh, Curse of Michael Myers. If you guys are just wondering at home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The doctors were just getting killed. So. <laughs> But anyways, continuing on. I know that's off. You guys can't see it because this is a podcast, but I just wanted to let you guys in. The A, Mike's watching Curse of Michael Myers. And B, I can tell from the way that the lighting in his room is going off <laughs> that it's the scene it was. But your We're description really pulling the curtain was back rich. Today. We're pulling the curtain back. Yeah, today pulling it back. We're <laughs> pulling it back all over the place. You started, so I can continue on. Yeah. But let's speak of continuing on. What you got next in the news? We got some big news this week. We got a lot. Yeah, we do. And the next story is a big one. Now, I've never seen the series, but I really, really, really want to. And it's just one of those things I keep forgetting to watch. Dexter. Ooh, Dexter, which has been good. off the air for what? About seven or eight years now uh, since it, it went away. Well, Dexter is returning. Years? No, it it's been gone for 78 years. Yes. <laughs> so, but it is returning. It's returning to Showtime for a 10 episode limited series revival. Uh, it's expected to premiere sometime in the fall of 2021. Big, Very good. big fan of Dexter. And this is the redemption. I'm telling you. The, yeah. I've heard that the historically, last episode was so bad. Well, actually the last season. Okay. So there, there was originally six seasons of Dexter. The fourth season is the one that everybody talks about the most. That's where uh, Lithgow, John Lithgow, yeah, started. It was it was the opposite serial killer to Dexter. Yeah, Lithgow and it ends with one of the greatest. I don't want to ruin it for any of you who've never seen Dexter. Please go back and watch at least up to season four. You can watch the whole thing if you would choose. It's not there is some redeeming stuff in the last two seasons, but after that it kind of goes downhill. There's it's got one of the best season finales in season four. And uh, basically, Dexter is a uh, forensic scientist who is also a serial killer. But his serial killing is to kill other serial killers. So he is the hunter of the hunters, if you will. So he's it's it's an inter- it's an interesting story to begin with. And also, his sister's a cop. You know, it's 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 an interesting. You got to watch the a show. A serial killer with kind of like a moral. Yes, code. he has a moral code. And like I said, he hunts pretty much. He, his hunting is serial killers. He kills other serial killers. That's what he does. So, anyways. 
uh, John Lithgow plays one of those killers in a great season arc, and they have a great season finale. And then the last two seasons of the of the show kind of were eh at best. And it was really bad at finished. The ending, nobody liked the final episode. Everybody hated it. So now coming back with a 10 season, ep- or 10 show, sorry, episode, or season. 10 show episode. I'm thinking that that's what they're doing. They're having redemption. We're going to get a better end of the story. I, I'm digging it, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, uh, kind of similarly to uh, Twin Peaks, that uh, Twin yes. Peaks, uh, The Return. Because like that, that had a quite a story for their second season when it went off the air many, many years ago. So it's showtime again, coming in and uh, doing what's right for a good story. They just need to bring Dead Like Me back now. I've heard. I don't good, know if you guys ever th- saw that. That was a I've great. I've heard series. great things about that. Yeah, I I, that was yeah. a great series. I'd like to see that as well. I they made a movie afterwards after it got canceled, and I heard that was really, really awful. But the series was fantastic. So I think there was only two seasons of it too. Uh, so you never know. Maybe it wasn't as big as Dexter, so I doubt it. But I would like to see that come back because it was great. All right, oh, yeah. so uh, got three more stories for this week, and they're all dealing with Halloween, which is fitting because at this time of recording, uh, we are exactly two weeks away from Halloween. Woohoo! Two so more we're almost there. We're, we're creeping up. Halloween, Halloween. Two, two more weeks to Halloween. Silver Shamrock. And we got there our Silver Shamrock uh, things. We can't get him for copyrights on that because we performed it ourselves. Well, and it's yeah. a fake company. Well, I guess it's not intellectual it property from the uh, the <laughs> movies, but we we sang it ourselves. We did not play their version. Connell Cochran's because their version their their version went din 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 din. Ours went din 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 din. See, not the same thing. Yep, not the same thing. Look that up if you're at home wondering where that came from. More like. but if you don't know where that was from look that up but mike i want to hear some halloween news what you got all right well this is good news that we got here first up uh jason blum stated in a recent interview with forbes that halloween kills will not be delayed again oh yeah this is this is a direct quote from jason blum himself he said quote if this is still going on next halloween no we're not holding it Halloween Kills is coming out next October, come hell or high water, vaccine or no vaccine, it is coming out. End quote. Let him know, Jason Blum. It's coming out. Jason Blum said, Jason Blum said, fuck your year. He said, fuck the asteroid from uh, Armageddon. He said, fuck Sean Cunningham. Yeah. It all is in there. He's putting it out. God bless Don't forget about Godzilla. Godzilla. You know what? I can't say fuck Godzilla because Godzilla, I love Godzilla. Godzilla fucking rules. Godzilla's the best. But But he's coming. But I can say fuck Sean Cunningham again, so yeah. 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 No, Jason Blum, God bless him. That's, uh, that's, I I love that we're going to have Halloween no matter what. Halloween kills next year no matter what. I I have a feeling if things are still as bad as they are right now, he's going to put it out in whatever theaters. Stream it. Not long after, it'll be on streaming. Yeah, so uh, it, uh, it, that's the way of the future. That's the way people are going. I know Universal is doing that with a lot of their movies. They just announced that uh, Disney Disney Plus is, is Disney like Plus streaming's is, the way. Yeah. This is Disney's the way. announcing that that's how they're going. Although I don't like their thirty dollar premium. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little off. But you know, there's other places that are also starting to go that way. Universal, like I said, is another one who's announced a lot of their movies are going to be coming out. Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers, exact. There's a lot of them are right now accepting that like we're gonna we're holding off. There's some things we're holding off till next year because they're big blockbusters. For fuck's sake, Bond. 
And that, yeah. And then other things were like, you know what? We just got to get them out there because people are clamoring for entertainment. And as of right now, like Regal Cinemas, which is one of the largest cinemas in the United States, is closed until January. Yeah. They announced they weren't even trying to open up because they were tired of dealing with the nonsense from the studios and the nonsense from the government. So they said, fuck it. We're just going to close up shop until January. At least it saves us money. Yeah. And I can't, you know, it's a tough time. So I love the fact that Jason Blum is taking the stance and he's given it enough time. So if somebody's like, oh man, he's being insensitive to this. I don't think he is because we're talking about a year from now. Yeah. Like literally almost from the day we recorded is almost exactly a year. Like, yeah, it was supposed to come out a year ago last night. Yeah. So, so. no, it was supposed to come out this year, last night, but yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm just, I mean, that's what I meant. Oh I meant, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, October 15th, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're recording on October 17th, right? I mean, yeah, it was supposed right? to come out last night. It was supposed to come out last Wait, what night. what day is this? And uh, technically, <laughs> yeah, and technically it's coming out on October 15th. So we're pretty much damn near a year away. If, if, and if I say this, if you think that's insensitive, I don't. That's a year from now. Yeah. And I think that all he is saying is that, hey, fans, we're not going to play around. No matter how we have to get this movie to you, you're going to get it next October. So, and that's what I read it as. I read it as he's saying, this movie's coming out. We pushed it back a year. We did the responsible thing. If theaters aren't open, we'll put it on drive-ins. If drive-ins aren't open, we'll put it on VOD. But we're getting, fans are getting the movie. And I, I appreciate that there's finally an executive of a company who's like, you know what? We need to really pay off our fans and say, hey, we're going to bring something in. So kudos to Jason Blum. Absolutely. All right. So if you're a fan of the show, you also know that I've talked about, uh, especially recently, uh, a book that's, uh, that I had gotten uh, last year that came out a year ago called Taking Shape, uh, Developing Halloween from Script to Scream. And uh, we've been hearing that there was going to be a sequel to that book, and uh, it's actually out. They surprised us, and it's already out uh, as of this week. Uh, it's called Taking Shape 2, The Lost Halloween Sequels. Uh, available now. You can get it on Amazon for $27.99. It's 600 pages and discusses 24 unmade Halloween films. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely all interested. In, uh, I think we're going to, one of us or multiple of us are going to get this book. And I do believe that in the next, within the next so Deep many dive. months, we are going to probably either bring it podcast form or on twitch.tv slash 607 podcast or YouTube or whatever. We're going to bring out some kind of deep dive on each one of those movies because I think this would be a good idea. And it looks like they went in depth. I actually think this is a really, really cool book. So I would, I'm looking forward to doing something with it. But yeah. on top of that, I think it's a great book. The only thing I have to mention is that they did miss uh, an optimal moment. They could have t called it Taking Shape 2. The electric boogaloo, but oh. they did not. Oh. So, and and as you know, my my pitch for every sequel is this got to be the electric boogaloo or taking shape two or taking shape harder. You got to have yeah. harder after that. Harder. Or the revenge with a vengeance. Ooh, with a vengeance. The revenge is always a good. Yeah, uh, the revenge. taking shape two. The revenge. Yeah, that the, could be or two. The information I'm most looking for. Uh, they they're going to be describing you know to a large extent every single uh, mm -hmm. of these unmade movies. The sequel, the original sequel version to Halloween 4, where Jamie Lloyd is the killer. Yeah, I wonder would. if that's going to be there. The other other thing I wonder is, uh, from my conversation last year at Scarecon with Doug Bradley, I wonder if they're going to dive into the Jason, ver or not Jason, uh, Michael versus uh, uh, Pinhead. Pinhead movie they yeah. are they are i think they, if they're diving into that that's pretty cool because he he was talking about that on the panel and made the whole room like just astounded the fact that a the movie was going to be written by clive barker and he agreed to do it b the movie was going to be directed by john carpenter and he agreed to do it like th that is a gigantic yeah. missed opportunity the akkad family is who stopped it yeah that's it that, uh, akkad! Yeah. 
uh, uh, presumably because they didn't want the man in black to actually be Pinhead after all, which would be a way better storyline than what they went with in uh, Curse of Michael Myers. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes yeah. full circle. I'll tell you what, these guys that make this book, the, the first one is excellent. Uh, it's all about the actual series, and it's uh, interviews of people that were involved in making the, the movies and um, just some really good facts and stuff, and it's very well written, very well done. So uh, if it's anything like the first one, it's going to be an excellent book. So uh, so get it today. I want to add, I, I hope these guys, because uh, here and all you put it over, I hope these guys like try to take on other franchises as well, because that'd be great. Because there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Friday the 13th. There's a lot of great scripts. Friday the 13th, out. they've already kind of done that with uh, Crystal Lake Memories. Well, yeah, but, so. I'm, but I'm talking about, I mean, I understand they've done it before, but like if these guys are doing a deep dive, there's other ones that they didn't cover in Crystal Lake Memories either. Also, they've done a little bit of that in the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, documentary too, but they didn't cover well, some I'm of the other stories. Well, about the book. Crystal Lake like Memories the, was a book. Oh yeah, like, I, I mean, they, like I the they could get, even get into the Alien series. You yeah, know, like they could do a bunch. There's, tons, there's a of... tons of things, and the, the, the I'm just saying the way that these guys in particular pay attention to the details. I think yeah. it would be cool to see them deep dive on other things because yes, there has been stuff like that has come out. And we know about certain things, but I don't know if there's been this much of a detailed deep dive on it either, though. You know what I mean? Like, right. really going, like, there some of the excerpts that I had checked out from this book before were, like, super detailed of why the movie didn't come out or, right. you know, what the circumstances of the writing of it were. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like, that's a that's not just, hey, there was a script and it was, it was, it was greenlit and then for whatever reason it didn't come out. That's like, oh, man, here's why the script, here's what the script was doing, here's where they here's were going to do with the story, yeah. and this is why it ultimately didn't happen. Or, or, you know, this movie was went with instead or blah, 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 blah. I thought they did a good job with that. That's why I'd like to see that in other avenues. And I, maybe we should do some dives. Maybe we can use our, our different uh, platforms and do some dives into that. Because there's a lot of those that interest me. Like, i.e. I, the Wes Craven script for the uh, Dream Warriors movie. Yeah. Like, Wes Craven wrote a script for that. Most people don't know that. Uh, or not didn't know he's going to direct the script for that. Also, John Saxon also wrote a script for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Uh, yeah. The late, great John Saxon. And that's never hit the light of day either. But it's out there. We could even read those scripts and deep dive on what we feel about them. So I, maybe yeah, that's Bloody something. Disgusting had both of them recently. Yeah. So, but so uh, if you want to see them, just go to bloodydisgusting.com right. and but, search it. It's there. But you can look on the internet and get the actual full script even if you want to yeah. as well. And I mean, something like that we might deep dive on in the future. But I think these guys are doing such a good job that I would love to read more books from them where they're going through it as well. Because I, I thought that they did some interesting work. So kudos to them. Absolutely. All right. Last but what was it? Twenty seven ninety nine on Amazon too. Twenty seven. I just want to throw that out there. I want to make sure everybody Taking knows at home. Taking to the Lost Halloween sequels. Yeah, go ahead and buy the book. Twenty seven ninety nine on Amazon, or you can buy it wherever you get your books. But I'm I'm not sure how many of the bookstores are open. If you're in an area where your are bookstore is open, I don't even know. Then go ahead and do that. If not, Amazon's got you covered. Yes. Continuing on. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, uh, the fan film Happy Halloween is available now. Uh, it acts as a lost scene from Halloween 2018, and let me tell you, I the guys haven't watched it yet. We're gonna they're gonna be watching it uh, sometime this week, and we're probably gonna talk about it next week for our, uh, um, Halloween. I, I, would, I would assume our next week's probably gonna be our Halloween Stop. episode, considering Halloween falls on a Saturday and it'll be coming out the first week in November. So next week is probably gonna be our Halloween episode, I, I would assume. Uh, so I'm sure you know we'll discuss it then. But I did see it; it's actually got some really really brutal kills, and for a movie that had absolutely no budget whatsoever. This actually looks like a deleted scene from Halloween 2018. The, the production value is fantastic. Uh, it's brutal. The kills are just unbelievable. Uh, it's only 13 minutes long, uh, and it's up on both our Facebook page and our Twitter. 
Uh, so, uh, so check it out. You can find it anywhere. It's on YouTube. Um, check it out. But yeah, happy Halloween. I'm going to double down. We're actually going to talk about that next week, and we're also going to talk about Never Hike in the Snow, the yes. sequel to Never Hike Alone, which me and Mike watched as it world premiered. And if you haven't seen that, go to Womp Stomp Films uh, on YouTube or just type in Never Hike in the Snow. If you've never seen Never Hike Alone, please do that as well, because uh, that is definitely worth Get it. Get caught up. They're all they're both worth it. And, of course, this movie, I, I can't wait to see. I've unfortunately dropped while I was at work, and then I came right here to do the podcast. But I will be definitely watching it. So we're going to talk about both of them next week, because they're both superb uh fan films done by people who are really taking care of. so these are people you definitely want to support so we can see some more stuff yes. we know in the never hike alone uh franchise there will be three more movie three more mini movie uh sequels this was the first mini movie it was a prequel but other other ones will be three mini movie sequels and it looked good yes. and and it and without teasing too much it did bring back a character from uh, Friday the 13th part, what was it, six, right? Yes. Remember, wherever the, red, wherever the red dot goes. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, the deputy. Deputy, what was his name, Rick? Deputy? Yeah, Deputy Rick. Deputy he's, Rick, uh, who's now sheriff. Sheriff, sheriff Rick. I didn't realize at first it was him, and then when I saw yeah. the gun, and the red I was dot, like, wait baby. a second. Red dot and he said, you bang. Yeah, he you bang. He said, you bang. You bang. And uh, I, was, I looked it up, and it was the same actor. It is. So I was like, they wow, brought him back. wow. They also brought so, back. They also brought back a <clears throat> uh, one Tommy Jarvis. Yes, and you get to see him in Never Hike Alone as well. So there's another reason if, to see Never Hike Alone if you never have. I don't know what you're doing. We've talked about that movie a lot, so we'll please watch that movie. It's as well. great, and of great course, movie. October, uh, the following week, I'm assuming we'll be talking about Voorhees because that comes out October 30th. Yes. So yeah. lots of great fan films coming out this month, and I'm super stoked. If they're not coming to the theater, at least we can watch the good fan films at home. So we will be talking about Happy Halloween and Never Hike in the Snow next week. Give you guys some time to see them if you haven't seen them already. And uh, if what Mike says is true, because I haven't seen it, Happy Halloween's got some brutal kills. I know, and Michael definitely attests to this, Never Hike in the Snow has some brutal kills. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. super, uh, I think it's another fan film who's, Kills have each it's their way into my top ten Friday the Thirteenth kills. Wow. <laughs> I agree. Like, think about this, man. How crazy is that? I have two fan films now in my top ten Friday Slap the Thirteenth kills. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, and, and they're in the slasher list as well. These are pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, trust me. Once you see them, creme de la creme. I was super impressed with them, especially for the budgets they have. But if you would like to get a hold of us or talk to us about anything, or let us know how you feel ahead of time about Happy Halloween or Never Hike in the Snow, you can do that on, so, on all of our social. Uh, uh, network groups Meteor. you can do it on uh, f- facebook horror zone 607 like and share that page we're on twitter and instagram at horror zone 607 it's the hashtag hz607 whenever talking about this show and of course you can go to 8122productions.com see all that we're doing there as well as well as join us and follow over on twitch.tv slash 607 podcast and uh it's still up there the replay of the uh uh, the the wonderful <laughs> wonderful watch along to Freddy's Dead that myself and the professor did for DMGathon that is actually going to be going up I'm working on it now I'm doing a little bit of a cleanup on it and stuff because I want to put a, a beginning and an end to it oh, okay. and we're going to be putting it up on the Horizon 607 YouTube channel which you can listen to the podcast on that YouTube channel but 
there's going to be some video content going up as well there, and that's going to be one of them because I think this has to it has to be seen. You can sync it up, you can watch, you can hear it what me and the professor said. Be it was it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with this movie. Indeed, and we need more suggestions if we ever would do you, this yeah. again. We will do we this. Do we will this. totally do this again. But uh, it was a lot of fun, so we want to do that. And then last but certainly not least, if you would like to support the show monetarily, you can do that at Patreon.com/slash eight one two two productions. Hell, you might even hear the lost episode before anybody else because who knows? Maybe I'll just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> and with that being said, uh, it's one dollar a month gets you a ton of extra bonus stuff you get the horror zone 607 podcast early you get the three fat nerds podcast early plus you get the uncut unedited and uncooked version of the show and you get the two uh patreon exclusive shows so far we have two of them and that is i love movies and that's got a new episode coming out this weekend myself and ron talking about the movie waiting and then uh next up you also have the uh, Love is Scary with Dr. Derek. Originally, it was with Spooky scary. Mike as well, but Spooky Mike has been in hiding, and sh- he should be in hiding from Dr. Derek. Dr. Derek is going to get historical on your asses this month on Love is Scary. He's oh. talking about some historical figures with kink. Oh. Yeah, it's intriguing. Oh I cannot. And, and by the way, I, I, <laughs> hey, I want to point this out, Mike. You want to you hear this possibly because there was some people on that list that he found of like historical figures with their kinkiness that were too kinky that he won't even talk about. Think about that for a minute. I, one has got to be Blanche from the Golden Girls. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. no trust me. Well, like we're talking be. about historical. Ben Franklin nah. is one of them. I, I will just tease that. Ben <laughs> oh Franklin yeah, yeah. Well, geez. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was Even part I, of the Hellfire Club. Yeah. That's all you will. We'll talk. About. We won't go deeper than that. But if you want to come and, t- and and check out hashtag the Doctor of Love Anomics, the man that is we call him hashtag Diesel Malenko because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. Come check him out. You can catch him on the Three Fat Nerds podcast. But you can also support us for as little as one dollar a month at Patreon.com slash eight one two two Productions to get some really awesome bonus content over there as well. Al, you're helping us out. Mike C, though, usually this is about the time where you drop uh, some uh, horror trivia on us. What you got this week? Questions oh, that it is time. It is time for the trivia questions, plural, Ooh, of no. the week. Damn it. Two more that I can't Two. get. <laughs> Two more that you will not get because you fails. are the smartest man in all of horror podcasting. That's true. You, you have not gotten one right yet. That's so. true. He's all right, so both of these questions, uh, we're dealing with slashers, of course, this month uh, of October, so... Uh, these two questions are both dealing with one of the great slasher movies of all time, Black Christmas. Yeah. All right. Oh, belly. So the first question is in Black Christmas, with what object does the killer murder Margot Kidder's character, Barb? With? I know this. Oh, you got one? one I more got time. One. Are you going to get this one? I got one? this one. In Black Christmas, with what object does the killer murder Margot Kidder Margot Kidder's character Barbara. I know this immediately. The other part two of the question, also in the nineteen seventy four classic Black Christmas, what are the last words spoken during the film? Jesus. Ah in the nineteen seventy four classic Black Christmas, what are the last words spoken during the film? I think the answers to both both of these questions coming up right after the break. Hey, it's Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to Horror Zone 607.
And welcome back to The Zone. Before the break, I asked this week's trivia questions, plural. There are two of them this week. The deuce. Uh, both. Both of these questions are about the slasher classic Black Christmas. So the first question was, in Black Christmas, with what object does the killer murder Margot Kidder's character Barb with? All right. All right. I, I, Ready I, for this? I, I'm going to let the, I'm gonna let the professor go this first. Might be my first. Not just because he's very confident, and I, I have faith in him. So, professor, give the answer. Come on, man. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. It's a glass unicorn, right? Uh, that is actually the wrong answer. No. The wrong answer. The wrong answer. Rich, do you have a guess? That's the wrong answer. Well, Isn't no, it, it is like, actually the it is the right answer. Okay. I was say, <laughs> dude, I was sitting here like honestly, like uh, the look, I was, like, my, the look on my face. I'm like, wait a minute, that was my that, answer. That's the I know answer. that's the answer. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, I was going to say the correct answer. answer. We both kind of like went cross-eyed so, there. We both, like, we both uh, almost, we were like, cannot compute. Nah. All right, all yes. right. So the second the question answer is a glass unicorn. Okay, so the second question we both got it because I also was guessing that, but that was why I was like, I was looking at the professor like, wait a minute, that's that's the answer. I have that answer. I don't know movie a million times. But anyways, well, the correct answer is he kills her with with Haley Mills. But the second part of the uh, the question here, also in the 1974 classic Black Christmas, what are the last words spoken during the film? All right, Professor, you're on the hot seat. Can I'm get gonna, two for two. I, let, I might not get this. Oh, Billy. Okay. Oh, Billy. So Rich? so my mine is I, I'm going to take you back to the iconic scene. It's the end of the film. You know, they the everything has happened. The the cameras everything actually the the cameras pulling back from the house because that's because that's how the happened. movie ends. The camera is pulling back. As the camera pulls back, somebody some you can hear somebody very softly and succinctly go, "Thank God we were saved by Haley Mills." That's it. That's <laughs> it. So Haley Mills for all, ladies and gentlemen. Fade to black. Fade well, to black. The, the the professor was actually the closer of the two, but you're both incorrect on this one. It's in the, the attic. last words. The, yes, it's in the attic. The last words spoken during the film were, "Hey, Billy, it's me, Agnes." Oh God, damn it! Anyways, yeah, but once again, I first looked at this, I thought it said anus. Are you sure that it wasn't, "Hey, Billy, so. it's me, Haley Mills"? It's then me, we would Haley both, Mills. It would be both of us. So. Dear God, it's right. me, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Margaret. <laughs> well, with that being said, though, hey, it's Billy, time it's to me, get Margaret. on to this week's edition of Slashtober. Yes. And what do you have for us this week, Mike? So this week I wanted to actually discuss uh, slasher villains that are not named Michael, Jason, Freddy, or Leatherface. There's so many slasher movies, and on, on the Lost episode, which you may or may not overhear, we actually discussed um, uh, a lot of a lot of the slasher <laughs> movies that uh, are not in franchises. I hate when you do that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drown you the next time you do that to me. <laughs> Anyways, he's going to set me on fire. I'm going to drown him. We have a good relationship. Fire but and water. We, we discussed uh, non-franchise slasher movies last week on, on the episode that you may or may not ever hear. So this week I kind of wanted to talk about actual slasher villains and um, you know just kind of go over a list of, of different ones that are not the big four. So, uh, you know, of course, I, I'm going to start this off with the probably – you know, a couple of the more famous ones um, and just kind of briefly talk about it because they're right there. You know, if those first four are on like the A level, these guys are the B listers. The, so the be, first four are on the Mount Rushmore of horror films. They're kind of the Mount Rushmore yeah. of horror. So these guys films, are so. more like the ball of yarn. Yeah. These the are the big, guys that just missed. So <laughs> the big ball. Of yarn so uh, so the first one would, of course, be Chucky. 
And oh, yeah. uh, I also want to throw out their ghost face from Scream. Oh, that was, that was, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry with solid, 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 solid picks for a second string. So, yeah, you know, I mean, we'll get Chucky, those out of the way first. Chucky and go- both of those I would lump as, like, as important almost at this point as, uh, well, maybe not Chucky so much, but. You know, Ghostface, for, especially. Well, once again, when, but he pointed out they're kind of adjacent. They're not yeah, quite. Yeah. They're not quite as iconic as Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But that doesn't they're mean the they're B-listers. not. That yeah. doesn't mean they're not great. This is the they're B plus players. They're, they're B plus players. They're still great, but they're just not Mount Rushmore. They they yeah. may be. They're they're not they're not Hank Aaron. They might be Barry. Bo- oh no, that's a bad example. <laughs> oh. ah. So. You know, so we, you know, we'll mention those in passing first, just because everybody knows them. I think that the younger generation out there now would probably consider Ghostface to be up there, probably over like at least Leatherface. Um, you know, there's been Leatherface in their in their lifetime, but nothing like what we grew up with. So yeah. Um, so next one on the list, uh, and you know, I've got a couple that I got you know little stars next to here, I guess, because I don't know if I really consider them slasher villains or not, but I, I think that we could agree that the next one is, and that would be Candyman. Candyman, I, I, I like him on the list. Helen, uh, very good. Is he a slasher? It is a slasher. You know, that's one of the things. Like, is it? Isn't it? You know, he's, he's killing people. Listen, he he yokes motherfuckers up with a claw. He's a slasher. Uh, well, this him. actually uh, works. <laughs> this this works then for one of my choices. But I'm going to point this out. I don't think I'm going to disagree with you. He is technically not a ghost. Technically, he's kind of cursed. He's cursed to come out anytime you say the names five times. So yeah, you have to yeah. say Candyman five times. So it's, it's, but he's not technically a ghost. He's very much like real once you say his name. He's a, he's an entity. So he's an entity. Yeah. So it's kind of. So I, he's I, a but, force. But I, he's I think a force to be there's no with. way you can argue he's not a slasher film. The body totals there in the movies that he's in. He does kill the people straight out, and he does it in grotesque slasher fashion. I mean, it's a fucking hook, man. So I got to give it to him. He's slasher, slasher fashion is that slashing, slashing and dashing, brah. Yeah. Slashing like and dashing. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right. So also, with a hook for a hand, and you know, a slasher out there, and we kind of discussed and that a song in segment. his heart. Yes, hook yes, for a hand that. and a song in his heart. But what about Ben Willis, the, the fisherman from I Know What You Did Last Summer? Oh yeah, especially when he's a zombie. The uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I like, but he's a slasher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not a terrible, terribly big fan of the movies, like I was saying earlier. But the image of the fisherman is awesome. He's although, a great although, slasher villain. You cannot add on that list Will Benson. Get it? Will uh, Benson? Will yeah. Benson. Oh, that was such the worst part of that second movie, the reveal. Yeah, that kind of ruined uh, the second movie. I'm, I am a fan of the second movie, but that was... Stupid. Yeah, okay. The, mo- the movie itself is fine, and there's a lot of bloody, gory fucking scenes, and I and I enjoy that. The ending of that movie sucks. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Because yeah. like, I think yeah. the movie itself is fine, including the fact that there is an un... Uh, an, uh, what is it? An unrecognized... Uh, Jack uncredited. Black, uncredited. Thank yeah. you, Jack Black in the movie, and it is definitely yeah. really Jack Black. But oh, yeah. he does not get credit in the movie. I think uh, his people were smart enough to say keep him out of it. <laughs> that was the first time I ever remember seeing him. Yeah, the the white Rastafarian look. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, wow. the long dreadlocks. Yeah. yeah, you don't remember yep. him in Airborne, the rollerblading. Oh, I movie? remember that movie. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> All right, so a couple more uh, lesser-known villains, but but very good villains in my opinion, uh, and definitely worthy of being on the list because they're slasher villains. Uh, the first would be somebody that we talked a lot about over the last couple of weeks, a uh, personal favorite of mine, The Prowler. Yeah, this is I one know. I still need to see, and I was trying to watch it the other night, but for some reason, um, my Prime, my my Amazon Prime wasn't letting me do it. Yeah, 
how far along did you get with it? I, I didn't get in. I didn't get to see it at all. Oh, so you ruined another one. Yeah. So, no, I need yeah. to. I need to see this. I enjoyed it. I did see it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good, and I just he deserves to be on the list. That was good. It's a good slash. Yeah, when and you guys a, are talking about it's it, it's one that's uh, that needs more love. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of those movies that a lot of people don't know exists, and it's a really good slasher movie. Well, that I'm one of those that was like, oh shit, I haven't even. Uh, yeah, uh, this one I did not even know. So yeah, I definitely need to well, see it. Another one uh, that a lot of people don't know, and it's an excellent, excellent slasher movie. It's one that I didn't see until sometime over the last decade, but probably maybe like five, six years ago. But it's one of my favorites now, and that's uh, uh, the movie The House on Sorority Row. And the killer in that, um, his name is Eric. Eric. Which a lot of people, Eric. a lot of people don't even realize that his name Eric. is Eric. Why'd you do that, costumes. Eric? <laughs> Such Dresses a bad in name different for costumes, and there's some pretty, some pretty brutal kills. Eric, in that movie. the killer. The only worst name for a killer would have been Steven. 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 <laughs> but anyways, no, I agree with you though. That's a very he's a very it's a very good killer, just a horrible name. <laughs> yeah. Like you gotta have a better name for your killer. Your killer's gotta have like a strong name. Like a creepy right. or yeah, yeah. Like, a, like Billy. Like Billy Billy. Like, like from uh Black like Christmas. Jackson. Billy. Marvin. Ooh, Marvin. There's a strong name. Marv. Marvin. Marv. 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 You know Marv's a murderous Marv. You know Marv. Marv he's from just like Home Alone. He's yes. he like he's you just know? slaying Marv. 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 Marv from Home Alone Yo, blows wait? a gasket and starts killing. You know, it's, I, it's not in. too far fetched. I'm in. Harry. Harry. Ha- Harry would be good. Harry. Harry. Harry the murderer. <laughs> we we definitely get too off track with your side of things, but I, I'm sure you at home love this because that's why you listen. But yeah. uh, anyways, the we have. So who do you have after Eric? So after Eric, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get your guys' take uh, after this because I've got a whole list. I've got about 25 of them on the list, and I want to hear what you guys have Jeez too Louise. and discuss them. But I'm sure that most of what you guys have are on here. But there was a couple that I've got little asterisks next to because I don't know if too. I don't really know if we consider these <laughs> ones slashers or not. I'm in. Um, so let's discuss that. So first one, uh, and it's kind of ironic that I uh, have this on the list. A friend of ours, uh, a friend of the show, uh, does another podcast. Um, posted something on Facebook yesterday about this in particular, saying, I can't believe that people still think that he's a slasher. He's not. And that's Pinhead. He's really not a slasher, but he's really kind of up there. Yeah. Probably. I wouldn't say he's a slasher. Nah, the well, Hellraiser movies are they Hellraiser slasher three. movies? Hellraiser 3, maybe. No. Hellraiser Outside 3 is about the only one. Outside of Hellraiser yeah. 3, he's not a slasher. But Hellraiser 3 is kind of a slasher film. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting slasher film, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's think about it, there's a body count. Yeah. It's disturbing, grotesque. That's I mean, there's a body count in all of them. Yeah, but not a, like a but not like the way but it is. Pinhead's not the one doing the killing. I, you know, I'd I, say I, like Frank is the killer in the first. Well, one. no, yeah, yeah. I, I would. Well, Frank, or yes, the, but the I was wife. actually watching this last night. I was watching this last night, and yeah, Julia Cotton yeah, is yeah, actually the slasher yeah, in that. Yeah, Julia is in the second one too. And Julia is the villain, and Julia is the main villain in the first two movies. Yeah, Frank is a secondary villain in both movies but, yeah and then and then and then pinhead and the cenobites are just like the reckoning they're not even the bad guys in the first no, they're movies. they're the reckoning they're the universe yeah. they are they are yeah they're, they're, they're creepy, like i said it's, it's those but... characters reckoning the only movie in the whole line where i would consider it a slasher film is three and because the body count is there the uh the the, the killing is there i mean he does kill people one-on-one like yeah. it, and of course he does it in magical interesting ways because you know magical basically he's, well think about it he's basically <laughs> the devil but, I'm, but think no, about it. he know, makes things fucking amazing. float yeah, in the yeah. air he hangs people by their tongues from it's a ceiling magical. at one point remember the one dude he shoves the eight ball down his throat and hangs 
hangs yeah. him from the ceiling by his tongue. Yep. Then he hang. Then all of them are hanging by their tongues, all Ugh. stripped of skin on their bodies. He he creates himself his new Cenobites. One's got the camera that keeps going in and out of focus in his eyeball. The yeah. other one has the CD stuck in his head. <laughs> it's, yeah. See, Pinhead's, so I could argue that's awesome. I could argue no that what. that movie is a slasher film, but overall, no, Hellraiser is not, and Pinhead is not a slasher. But that movie. I will give credit to that movie being a slasher film. All right. What about the next one? Uh, the Creeper. It's more of a creature feature, creeper. I think, but he is a slasher at the He's, same time. You know what? I, I think it's a slasher. That's a tough call, yeah. Well, it is I mean, a creature it, yeah. feature to an extent, but it also, because he's a humanoid character, we've seen other deformed he's people. A demon. Well, think about it. Technically speaking, Jason is a mongoloid, yeah. like, like, when, like when you first meet him, and then he becomes a zombie. Yeah. So technically speaking, it's not unusual for our slashers to be. Freddy's, Freddy's a dream a demon. Dreaming. We yeah, we just thought yeah, dreaming. You kept, made, <laughs> you kept saying that last week or a couple weeks ago on the Freddy's Dead Watch. So like yeah, so technically it, in all reality, they Freddy's a dream demon. Yeah. So you could be, be supernatural and be a slasher. So I feel like the creeper is definitely a slasher because I mean he does some pretty slasherific things. Those first okay. two are excellent. Ooh. Right. Very good. Very good. Even so, even though uh, the director's uh, yeah, we're not standing by anything that cocksucker does, but yeah. still yeah. So two more. Uh, I and I use I use horrible verbiage with him because he's a horrible person. If yeah. you want to look yeah. that up, yeah. he really is. Uh, so next one, I want to get your opinion of. Uh, I, again, I don't know whether I would really consider him a slasher or not, but he does a lot of killing for somebody if he's not. That's Pennywise the Clown. Uh, you know what? I could see him as a yeah, slasher. Yeah. So going by the same logic we just used, you don't have to be—you don't have to be human technically to be a slasher. Very similar to Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you know, like use actually very fears. Each, ah, you know, you know. yeah, I like that. He is other than the dream world. Instead of the dream world, he uses the real world. Yeah, and he just uses your fears against you. Yeah, I love it. I think he, I if you if Freddy's a slasher, which he is, he's able to Pennywise reality. Yeah, yeah, Pennywise is is a slasher as well because he's, he's an a, alien. He's magical too. So you're saying he, he's magical? He's he's an alien. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would agree. I agree. Yeah. If we, Pennywise, if we, the, the same argument. If somebody wanted to argue uh, the point, it's like you look at Freddy as a slasher. Yep, Pennywise is kind of just almost a carbon copy. Yeah, yeah. All right, and the the last one that I want to bring up, uh, and this one, this is a tough one. Uh, this is a tough one because he doesn't really do any killing himself at all, and that's Jigsaw. Mm. Well, you know what though, he still puts you in the position. Like you can't he say he doesn't, but here's the thing. You can't say that he doesn't do the killing. Yeah. That's some weird he thing. He sets it up. He sets yeah. it up. He basically, he sets it up that you can have a chance to win. And that was the whole thing going on later in the series. Why certain of his accomplices uh, met their demise was because they were rigging the game. And to him, the right. game had to be fair. Uh, as fair as it can be, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but at the same time, he has to be considered a slasher. Like he, his intent wasn't for those people to live. If you really think right. about it, his intent was never for them to live. He, the the fact that he doesn't necessarily get his own hands dirty, that's fine. But technically, you would if you went to court, he would go to court for murder for those. If you if you drug somebody and put them in a room full of razor wire and they cut themselves to death on it trying to escape, you're going to prison for murder. Yeah, you know yep. what I mean? The same thing with any of the other traps. You're not going to go to the They're not going to be like, well, technically he didn't touch him. Well, technically he put him in that position where it was either try to survive or die or boat. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I think it's a slasher. I don't know. Professor? Yeah, uh, I, I would I would say so. I mean, like to the same extent that the uh, murderer, uh, John Doe, 
from uh from seven could be kind of considered yeah that's a true slasher. like i still say the guy that eats himself he makes the guy eat himself to death yeah you know and yeah. like um stuff like that I, so i yeah. stick by anton chagor being one of the greatest slasher oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah i agree with you i i'm i'm gonna agree with you as well there Definitely. i think those are all good examples of that slasher to me so absolutely uh professor sure. real quick did you have any uh that you wanted to add uh yeah i had a few um I, well of course billy from uh black christmas i guess mm-hmm. if you could call billy. him billy Belly, um because you know like he's the proto slasher mm-hmm. in many ways um first time you get the well not really the first time but one of the early movies where you get the first person perspective from the killer um also uh i'm gonna throw out a more recent movie that uh a much i I love this movie and i don't think many people saw it uh the killer from hellfest oh it's a good movie it's a good movie it it was an underrated movie um it didn't get the love that it deserved i I like that that's a good killer Um, killer, i'm gonna be watching that tonight actually the, the killer is awesome like there's some gruesome deaths creative death scenes when you uh-huh, find out when uh-huh, you find out uh-huh, who he is uh-huh, like you uh-huh, 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 yeah <laughs> i just got kind of goosebumps um but yeah like when you actually find out who he is at the end you don't like see who he is but you you know get a little glimpse into his life yeah. um it's it's terrifying um hellfest yeah. And then I, I, going along the lines with the supernatural, I'm going to go with Mary Lou from uh, Prom Night 2. I'm in. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to go just real quick cause, uh, to, to end up because I know we're on a time crunch here. Uh, I, I, I'm only going to add three. Two of them are legendary, and the other one I'll let you guys decide because I think it's fun. First and foremost, uh, we, I can't believe we didn't throw it out the OG, the, the OG slasher himself, Norman Bates. Oh yeah, yeah. See, there would be no slashers without him, and of course, uh, as we talked about before, Psycho Two is one of the best slasher movies yeah, ever. Period. Absolutely. Uh, number two, because you uh, said you didn't have to be human. The shark from Jaws, baby. He stalks. He kills. He menaces. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, baby. Bruce. Think about it. Bruce is like the prototype. Bruce, Bruce is the like shark the shark version back. of Michael Myers. Yeah. If you think yeah, about it, really stalking, the, killing. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, brother. He's got his own music. So yeah. Bruce, Bruce is in. And then last but certainly not least, I'm going to have a little more fun with this, but the, the killer from the original Slumber Party Massacre. Oh. The Driller oh. Killer? The Driller Killer, baby. I'm not talking about the wow. sequel where he with his uh, his guitar. Because <laughs> I don't even want to go into that. But the original, believe it or not, it's not a, the original is not a bad movie. It is a little cheesy and campy because it is uh, a horror movie from the 1980s. But he has some real good kills in that movie. A lot of POV, right. too. A lot of the kills in that movie are POV, which is really kind of cool, especially when you realize he's using a drill. So POV shoving a drill through somebody's mouth is pretty epic. Right. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. So. I, I just wanted to go with one underrated one, and I wanted to make the joke that we're not going with the dream demon <laughs> from the second movie. Because remember, at some point he's in the dreams, yeah. and he's playing the guitar. Oh, man, it's so bad. Yeah. So bad. All right, just a couple other ones I'm just going to throw out there real quick before we wrap things up for this week because we didn't talk about them. Uh, Kenny Hampson, the killer in Terror Train. Okay. Great, yeah. great slash. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Great setting. Wait a minute. I thought David great, Copperfield great. was the killer in, in that David movie. Copperfield should have been. Remember they red herringed him, though? Yeah, they did, ah, big time. That, they should have just made him the killer. He was killer in that movie. I'll just say that. Ah. Oh. Brenda Bates from Urban Legend. Yeah, good, good one. Uh, Angela Baker. Oh, sleepaway, we forget her? sleepaway camp too. Sleepaway Ooh. camp. I love, I was actually, 
I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. In, trying in, to in, remember in the no, name. No disrespect from our friend Felissa Rose. No, no disrespect. But I think the the better slasher films, not that they're better films, but the better slasher films are the sequels. Yeah, Sleepaway with Pam, with Pam Springsteen. And the reason why I say that they're the better ones because they 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 act like a slasher film. The first one's more of a whodunit, and also yeah. you don't get to see a lot of kills. A lot of the kills are off screen. Yeah, right. So it's it's kind of an intriguing. It was in the know. vein of the movies that were out at that time. No, I there agree, and I'm, I'm not nothing against it. I think the original Sleepaway Camp is amazing, and it's a classic. But I'm just saying, I think the sequels were just better at the slasher element because they are all about the kill. Yeah, right. Like that's the best part about them is they're all about the kill. Yep, Angela's awesome. Angela's, Angela's awesome. on the list. You know, is awesome. Leslie Vernon. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. You've made the, the list. Yes. The you minor. just made the list. Yes, yeah, the minor. The minor's made Cropsy the list. from the burning. Ah, yeah, yeah. Victor Crowley. Huh? Huh? Victor Crowley. I like those movies. Crickets. Hatchet. Crickets. He's from Hatchet. Hatchet. Yeah. Victor no. Crowley's good. <laughs> Brutal. No, he's good. No, he's good. No, no, it's... no there's uh, no... Art the but there was dead silence. Art the clown? clown? Well, we talked about him week one. I did it. Yeah. Oh, the clown. He's good. Another clown? Stitches. 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 Stitches, bitches. Bowen Vincent Sinclair from How House of Wax. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. That love is that great. Movie. That's movie. a good slasher. Very underrated. And of course, finally, the the greatest slasher of them all, Gunther from the Funhouse. Gunther. Oh Jesus! I had to save him for last Uh-oh. so he wouldn't run out of. What studio. about what about Bud the Chud? Bud the Chud. Can yes. we throw Bud the Chud in? Throw him and a of bone. Of course, Tom Atkins. Throw yes. him a bone. Throw Tom, Tom Atkins. Atkins Chud movies are great. Well, with that being said, if you guys have something on the list that we didn't catch, you know what you do. You hit us up on social media, Horizon 607 on Facebook, at Horizon 607 on Twitter and Instagram. Use that hashtag HZ607. Visit the website, 8122productions.com. You can get all of your information about all of our stuff there. There's easy buttons to take you over to the Twitch channel. Make sure you're following that Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash podcast. Make sure you're following the YouTube channel, Horizon 607 on YouTube. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to... Uh, uh, monetarily support us and get a lot, ton of extra bonus content for as little as $1 a month. You can do that at patreon.com slash 8122productions. Mike C, take these people home. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here with me this week. Professor, you did a great job. You hey. actually got trivia questions right. I did. I, did. I, got, I got a question. Rich, you have a question? No, no I, got I, got, a question. I got a question right. <laughs> you just got one right. Half, we were celebrating. Half, half a question. We were celebrating them. Yeah, you were. And of course, Rich, thank you for all you do. Thanks for thanks for all your hard work on the lost episode last week. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate the work you put in on that. Not a People problem, don't even man. know. Hashtag me know. too. One day. But uh, but thank you, fans, for for tuning in each and every week. Don't forget to tune in next week for our third annual Halloween spectacular, spooktacular. Uh, we're gonna have some fun with our Halloween episodes. We're so, not really uh, calling it a spooktacular, are we? No, no, we're not. Good. I all just right. decided to do that right now. Yeah, so bad call. But it is our Halloween episode <laughs> next week. So, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to so insist on you editing be... that out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't like that, you can just don't show up next week, Professor. So. <laughs> You're ruining everything again. Uh. (laughs) So don't miss that next week. We're going to have a lot of fun, as we always do. So until then, for the professor, for Rich, this is Mike C. saying, see ya. See ya.